At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Live from Summer League, Hour 3 of Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM, alongside Amal Shaw, co-host of Odds On, weekdays 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern, 11 to noon Pacific. I am Tim Murray, co-host of the Nightcap, 10 to 1 a.m. Eastern here on VEASAN as well. Just spent the past hour talking college football, uh, which we uh, which we absolutely love. And, you know, the fun thing about it, and we're, we're going to pivot to other aspects of the sports betting landscape here is we're at summer league we'll hit on some nba we'll get you updated on the mlb as well uh as uh, as you know the final two days of the uh, uh of the first half of the season what i love doing so much amal and i think this is really important as as betters and a lot of our listeners know this and viewers just talking it out with someone that you trust bouncing things off and you're like oh i like this particular team and then not to say that if you had an opposing opinion, it would completely change it, but it makes you reevaluate. You're like, well, why did I like, you know, Kansas State over six and a half and you don't? So I think as a better, you know, it's always important to, to listen, to consume as much as possible and just talk things out. Like Oklahoma, to be honest, wasn't necessarily on my radar to play a win total over. But as we talked it out, we looked at the schedule, we looked at the different price points that were available. Now I'm ready to go invest in Oklahoma on their win total. Yeah, absolutely. I think sometimes one of the things, I, I don't know about for you, but for me personally, sometimes what happens is you get paralysis by over-analysis. Yep. Sometimes I don't want to hear what other people have to say about a certain scenario. Like with Alabama and Ohio State in college football, it doesn't matter what anybody says to me. I, I already have my mind made up. This is the national title game. <laughs> I agree. Um, but, you know, in other points you bring up, sometimes hearing some counter perspective gives you a different opinion and might sway you in a positive way. Sometimes it could be detrimental. Yeah. And, 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 and look, sometimes, like you said, overanalyzing things. I mean, we do this all the time. We spend, once football season starts, we're here. We talk about every game on the NFL card, all the big college football games. And sometimes your initial blush is, is the way to go. And that's what you have to do with the gut. So, it, you know, so many different ways. But, uh, yeah, to your point, and I want to finish later on in this hour your uh, your A-list for defenses because yeah. we didn't hit on Iowa uh, and we didn't hit on Georgia. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, I would be very surprised at this point with the talent that is on those two particular rosters that you mentioned, Alabama and Ohio State, if that wasn't one of those two isn't hoisting that ugly trophy that they give to the uh, <laughs> college football champion nowadays. Uh, but, yeah, it, it'll, be, uh, it'll be something uh, to be seen. And, 
You know, I think almost what's what's benefiting, in my opinion, Ohio State maybe a bit in the futures market is the fact that they open with Notre Dame because Notre Dame's not going to stink. They're a top 10 program, right. maybe on the back half of the top 10 uh, with, a, with a transition, but they got talent, and Ohio State's going to win that game and they're going to open up some eyes, in my opinion, uh, quite significantly. All right, a couple things, just a, a little housekeeping here. Uh, the British Open, or the Open Championship, as they like to say, uh, across the pond. Three rounds are in the books, and I'm frustrated. This is another situation uh, where I I did not uh, fire away last night. Sean and I were talking about it. Rory McIlroy was uh, was was racing up. He was plus 450 heading into today. He goes out, shoots a 66. He is 16 under, tied with Victor Hovland. That'll be your final pairing heading into tomorrow. Rory McIlroy at BetMGM right now to win the Open at minus 110. Victor Hovland at plus 175. Uh, you look at Cam Smith, tough day for him, shooting over par, plus one. He drops from the leader down to T3. He is with Cam Young, both sitting at uh, 12 under par. Cam Smith now at 12 to 1 at BetMGM uh, to hoist the Claret Jug and uh, Cam Young is at sitting at 18 to 1. Baseball going on right now, Amal. Uh, we were talking about the St. Louis Cardinals early on in the show. They're running away from the Cincinnati Reds 8 to 1. You know, when you look at the Central Division, right. and I'm going to pull up the uh, the updated odds here just to just to give it to some perspective. We talked about the, the performance that Josh Hader had last night, just imploding, giving up six runs, a walk-off grand slam, a couple of home runs. He has really struggled over the past month or so here, has Josh Hader. You know, tonight, the Brewers, they're uh, a slight underdog, Alex Cobb on the hill for the Giants. And is this a situation where you would potentially look at the St. Louis Cardinals being a team to to take the NL Central? Or are you going to pump the brakes a little bit and just see how the, the bullpen sorts itself out with Milwaukee? No, I, I like St. Louis, and I said this a few weeks ago with Mike and I on Odds On. I think when you look at it, if Jack Flaherty comes back healthy for the Cardinals, this team becomes a dangerous team. I like him a lot as a pitcher. Offensively, they're far superior to Milwaukee. Tim, last night, it was a Lamont Wade error that led to the runs for Milwaukee. They end up scoring five runs. and give Andrew McCutcheon credit. He hits a critical three-run double that gets them there. But you can't rely on the opponents making that kind of crucial mistake to give you a fourth out opportunity to be able to score. I just think that when you look at Milwaukee's pitching, it's terrific with Burns up there at the top. I, I like the way he's obviously pitched. And you look at the bullpen you mentioned earlier uh, in terms of Hayter potentially in the eighth inning. And then, of course, Williams in the ninth and Boxberger in the seventh inning there. But for me, um, I think St. Louis is a little bit more of the complete team defensively. Probably the best team in baseball are the Cardinals. Uh, and so I think St. Louis is the team that's going to win this division. Yeah, right now the Cardinals, if they win, they're up 8-1. to one. Mm -hmm. Over the Reds and the Brewers, who are a slight dog, so obviously anything can happen. But if the odds play out, that's a one-game di difference between the Cardinals and the Brewers. And right now, looking at my app for BetMGM, uh, Brewers at minus 250. I think that is way overpriced on the Brewers and the Cardinals uh, sitting at plus 180 uh, to win the NL Central. Um, you know, big picture in the American League, Amal, as we hit the uh, you know unofficial halfway point. Obviously, technically, we have surpassed the halfway point. The Yankees... Um, they lost last night to the Red Sox in extra innings. They tie the game up in the ninth. They ultimately lose uh, in the 11th inning. They drop two of three to the Reds. I I'm not in the world of overreacting to a, you know, maybe a, a little bump in the road. But when you look at the American League, is this a situation where, you know, you look at the the, the Yankees are 62 and 28, but the Astros not too far behind. Who, in your opinion, is is the team to keep an eye on in the American League? Uh, the Seattle, Seattle Mariners. Really? Love, love okay. the way Robbie Ray's pitching. And I, I got to tell you, I was highly negative on this team for the most of the year. But the way they have played now, uh, they have just been absolutely on fire. They win the game uh, against the Rangers yesterday. I think that gives them 12 in a row. Yep. This team just continues. So here's the other thing, Tim. When you look at the American League West is so anemic behind them with the A's, the Rangers, and, of course, the Angels. I think there's a strong probability they can get in with the wild card very easily, whereas everybody in the American League East is going to kind of beat up each yeah, other. Exactly right. So for me, I, I look at the Mariners being a team that you have to really pay attention to. 49 and 42. Before this win streak, they were 37 and 42, kind of limping towards the All-Star break. Uh, Julio Rodriguez hits a grand slam last night. Think about this. They win these two games tonight and tomorrow. 
They're going to be 14 in a row going in the All-Star break. No team's going to want to see the All-Star break less than them. Right. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Julio Rodriguez also will be a participant in the uh, Home Run Derby on Monday night. Right now at MGM, Mariners 30-1 to to win the AL pennant. So you know, maybe worth a, a bit of a flyer there. You look at the Astros at plus 220, Yankees at plus 150 to win the pennant. Uh, the Blue Jays at 7-1. to You know, the Blue Jays making the decision to, uh, to part ways with their manager. Uh, the Blue Jays, I, I believe... They were around the same win total as the New York Yankees entering this season. In your eyes, Amal, are the Blue Jays, and you know, based off of their decision to fire their manager, are they one of the bigger disappointments this year in baseball? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I think uh, Jose Barrios has been just awful for this team. I don't think anyone expected him to pitch as poorly as he has. That's a guy you would have thought would have been much more effective for them. Hasn't been able to get it done. Uh, Gosman's pitched well, um, so this is a team where the pitching has been inconsistent. The offense also, I mean, remember they had to send Kevin Biggio down to AAA. He was a guy that you would have expected to be in that starting lineup consistently. Bichette's only batting around 260. Uh, Vladdy Jr. also around 260, so they haven't done a fantastic job from an offensive standpoint as well. Yeah, Max Scherzer, by the way, on the hill tonight. Uh, against Drew Smiley. The New York Mets, as we pivot over to the uh, National League, the New York Mets, are they in danger uh, of, of, of squandering this division to the Atlanta Braves? Or do you think, and I talked about this uh, with Scott Seidenberg when he filled in earlier this week on, uh, on the nightcap, you know, maybe this is a buy low opportunity on the Mets to win the division, you know, because we know they're going to spend money and go out and be and be aggressive at the deadline. And I believe the schedule shapes up quite nicely. I want to say they play nine times against the Washington Nationals. You know, the Braves are getting the opportunity to beat up on the Nationals uh, right now heading into the All-Star break. They're leading four to nothing with Max Fried on the hill. So when you look at the division, uh, do you think this is a situation where the defending world champs, you know, catch the Mets or is this an opportunity? opportunity as uh, looking at the uh, current odds where the Mets are down to a dollar minus a dollar 65 to buy low maybe on the Mets. I like the Mets still to win the division. Tim, to your point, you know, give uh, Atlanta credit. They took uh, three out of four in Los Angeles against the Dodgers, played well against the St. Louis Cardinals in that series in St. Louis. Um, this team has continued to play well, but when you look at the Mets' remainder, uh, remaining schedule, they're going to have a crucial game in August, a five-game set against the Atlanta Braves, or excuse me, a four-game series against the Braves, and in early August, they've got a five-game series which they host. That'll kind of, to me, determine the division. If you're New York and you can go six and three, seven and two, I know it's being very optimistic, but I think it would give you an opportunity. But then on the back end of the schedule, when you get into September, they play the Nationals for uh, three games. They play the Pirates for six, seven games. They end the season uh, in Washington, yeah, too, they or play, against Washington. They play the Oakland A's. They've got, I mean, some opportunities there, I think, where they'll be able to shine. Yeah, and, and, and you know, if you haven't fired on a, on a Mets future yet, they open up the All-Star or post-All-Star break, I believe, against San Diego. Yeah. So maybe it's an opportunity again to see what happens. Uh, but Max Scherzer on the hill tonight for the New York Mets. Uh, he has been absolutely tremendous. And we talked about contracts and Juan Soto earlier today. He's a guy, Steve Cohen, going out and saying, come in. It's not going to be a long deal. It's going to be, I think it was three years. But annual average value of a 40-plus million, he has been worth every single penny so far, especially with Jacob deGrom being on the DL. Yeah, absolutely right. And, you know, you mentioned Cohen, he's, if you're unfamiliar with him, big hedge fund guy, he's got the money to spend the deep pockets. I'd like to see them try and go acquire Juan Soto. Now, That'd they're going to have to give up a King's ransom because Washington's not going to want to trade within the division. But if they can somehow get him, I would put them right there with the Dodgers to be able to win. Big news of the day. Juan Soto reportedly turning down a $440 million contract extension. And now, per Ken Rosenthal, they are maybe open to trading Juan Soto. We're live from Summer League at Thomas and Mack. Alongside Amal Shaw, I'm Tim Murray. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. 
The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside Amal Shaw, I am Tim Murray. We are live at NBA Summer League as it is wrapping up this weekend. The championship game tomorrow. It'll be the Portland Trailblazers going up against the New York Knicks. I'm excited we got an opportunity uh, earlier this week to chat with a bunch of Iowa players, former Iowa players, actually current Iowa players. Luca Garza being one of them. He's on the Portland Trailblazers yeah. looking for a, a full-time home uh, after the uh, Detroit Pistons uh, declined his option to come on back. So, uh, you know, interesting. He's one of those players of them all, and, you know, like, like, like you, I love to bet college basketball and watch college basketball. He's one of those players where he kind of had to transform his body from what he was at Iowa, yeah. and uh, he's starting to do it. I, I'm, I'm really curious. He started five games last year for the Pistons, uh, had a couple decent games there, 20-point games. So I'm really curious to see his career uh, as it moves forward because, you know, he's a guy, Amal, that has really uh, had to recognize that he had to take a step back. I think people are, are unaware. He shot 44% from three his senior year at Iowa. Yeah, he was terrific shooting that collegiate three. Last year in the NBA, shot 32.7 from downtown. Uh, the one area I'd like to see him get better is the free throw line, just mm -hmm. 63% or 62% there. Uh, but I hope he succeeds. He was always a lot of fun to watch for the Hawkeyes. Yeah, great. Uh, had a great time chatting with him. Uh, obviously, I'm a bit partial to him being from the uh, the D.C. area. So anytime I can see a D.C. guy, try to try to excel. But he'll be in the championship tomorrow. Knicks and Blazers. Uh, that'll be at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific here at Thomas and Max. So uh, a great scene here. It's been a phenomenal week. Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Newman's down here uh, for the past week plus. Uh, we were able to do our show last night, myself and Sean King. So what a scene, what a set. We've been talking about it, giving Ken and Dez and everyone down here uh, their kudos because, uh, you know, it's it's just great to be in the thick of it here in Las Vegas. It has become such a big event. I know you've been in Las Vegas for a number of years now, Amal. This event smack dab in the middle of summer is is really becoming a, a a big time thing and you saw the big you know the big names and the big you know faces out here especially early on yeah absolutely right i think you're seeing a lot more people uh here attending this this has become kind of pseudo uh NBA, uh, you know, basically off-season meetings. Yeah. And, and, you know, you see at the Final Four, if anybody's attended the Final Four, you see a bunch of coaches around. Yeah, the coaches Baseball conference. has it within December, the yeah, winter, winter meetings. meetings. Exactly right. It's kind of been similar here with this in uh, – 
in terms of what you see out here. But uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, it's been uh, a lot of fun. And if you haven't had an opportunity, I know a lot of people may not be able to get to an NBA game because they may not have an NBA team in their city or economically. Sometimes the pricing on NBA tickets can be uh, out of reach for certain people. So this is always a fun opportunity to come in and see some young talent that you'll see at the next level uh, playing during the regular season. I want to revisit something that we talked about with Jonathan Von Tobel earlier in the show. JVT, of course, our senior NBA analyst. And we were talking Rookie of the Year. The Orlando Magic are playing right now behind us. And uh, Paolo Bonchero is shut down after you know two games here in the Summer League. But he is, at BetMGM, Amal, the favorite to win Rookie of the Year at plus 350. Uh, Keegan Murray at plus 750. He's really shined uh, in, the, in the Summer League. Chet Holmgren at plus 375. Looking at Rookie of the Year, but also for you being as, as much you consume college basketball, who is the guy that you are maybe most excited to see his game move into the professional ranks? Uh, Jaden Ivey. I, I, look, Bancaro's going to be terrific. Uh, I think he's got immense talent. He's every bit of 6'10", big body. He's going to be a tremendous player. But I think Jaden Ivey, with the way the NBA game is, with his quickness, his speed, his length, I remember his mom is the head basketball coach at Notre Dame, uh, the women's program. So expect him to be so fundamentally sound. He already was at, uh, at Purdue, but I think he's only going to get better. I, I, I like him a lot. I think he's going to be very impactful. And I'm looking forward to seeing him and Cade Cunningham play together. I, I think they're going to do extremely well. If Ivy can find consistency in his jump shot, and JBT has said in the mid-range game, um, I, I think to me, I want to see him on the perimeter shoot the ball well. Because once you shoot the ball well on the perimeter, he's a guy who can put the ball on the floor and take it past you, no problem. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun to see him play. I don't know if you've got odds on him, Tim, to win rookie of the year. but He's around five to, or six, six to one. one. Um, look, I think Holmgren's going to be a guy who's going to put up huge numbers. I actually think Holmgren's going to win rookie of the year because of what he can do defensively compared to everybody else. He's going to block shots. He's going to get rebounds. I, I think Chet Holmgren, for a good rookie year, he should be looking at about 15, 8, and, and one and a half per game. I think he's going to have a great chance to have a great year. I want to go back to Jaden Ivey because it's a great point. Neil uh, Ivey, his mother, uh, played in the WNBA, now the head coach of Notre Dame. Remember, she was on Muffin McGraw's staff in Notre Dame and then went to Memphis and was an assistant yep. there. And Jaden was in high school at the time, and he worked out with John Moran a lot. So, you know, people always compare, and that's a guy that he, I don't know if idolized is the right word, maybe emulized. Um, but, you know, for me, and I was talking to Jamie and Christian, former Division One basketball coach, he was in the studio earlier this week. I feel like with the openness of the NBA and not having Zach Eady and Travion Williams clog up the paint, I think that accentuates his strength so much. So, you know, he does have Kate Cunningham. They have Jalen Duran. They have some exciting pieces there uh, in Detroit. I think they'll be a fun team to watch. Uh, you know, I, like JVT said, I, I maybe want a little better price, but I think Ivy has the potential. He's got, I feel like of all the guys that we see, he's going to have the, the most sports center highlights, those dunks, because he is a high flyer. He absolutely is. And I think when you look at his quickness, where the other area where I think Ivy's going to be able to pick up some points is playing the passing lane defensively. Incredibly quick. You know, Tim, you know you played college basketball. One of the, my favorite things is as a defender, if you actually put your hands in the passing lane, you just knock the ball away. By the time the offensive player turns around to go the other way, you've got to, you've got to dunk the other way. Absolutely. I think he's a guy who could have a real impact. You mentioned the Pistons. Look, I'm not going to try and go crazy and suggest this team's going to win anything, yeah. but they're going to be fun to watch. You know, Jalen Duran out of Memphis was tremendous in the post. Really, just a, a grinder in there. Just goes after it. Kate Cunningham's size. And one thing I thought that got overlooked about Cunningham coming out of Oklahoma State was he hit a lot of clutch shots for them. He's a great facilitator. I think he's a guy who can defer for the majority of the game and then take over in a late game situation. So this team should be a lot of fun to watch. You know, the other, uh, the, the one prospect we haven't talked about, and he struggled a little bit here at the Summer League, is Jabari Smith. Uh, coming out of Auburn, uh, I think his body, his skill set really translates eventually at the NBA level, but I think there's really going to be a learning process there uh, with Jabari Smith. So, you know, personally, you know, when you look at plus 550, you know, five to one, I, I just, I think there's going to be a, a, a bigger learning curve, at least in my opinion, uh, Amal, for him coming to the league as opposed to Paolo, who I think, to your point, I think he comes in is a you know, 16, 17 point a game guy. I think Chet fills up the stat sheet. Jaden Ivey with his athleticism. 
I think Jabari, maybe over time, is a really good player. I think he's going to have some bumps here year one. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I still like him a lot just based on his ability to shoot the basketball. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the way he shoots it, I think he's going to be a real tough guy to defend, especially with his length. But it'll take a little bit of time. And the one thing I do think that bodes well for him, Houston, just like Orlando, are teams that are struggling. Uh, the one thing is Houston, you're in a little bit bigger fishbowl there. But in Orlando and Oklahoma City for Bancaro and for um, Holmgren, you're not going to be under the spotlight as much. I think it's a little bit easier to play. And you sit there and say, well, what's the big deal? Look, in Oklahoma City, the support is tremendously positive. I yeah. mean, even though the Thunder are struggling, people will support this team even as they continue to kind of work through that. And so we'll see how these guys all progress as time goes on. Who do you think has the highest ceiling, in your opinion, I, I think, of this rookie class? I think it's Jaden Ivey. Really? Okay. Yeah, because, look, I get why people would say Bancaro and he's terrific. But to me, when you look at what John Morant is and you look at the way the NBA game is, think of Jaden Ivey not as good of a offensive scorer as James Harden, but he's far better than that traffic cone on defense. And to me, I think Ivey's a guy that can do a lot of different things. He's got good length. He's got good toughness. And I think he'll learn how to become even a better scorer. And, you know, a lot of guys in college, you've got other things going on school. You're, you're limited in practice time. In the NBA... If you're willing to work on your game, you can become a superstar when you've got the skill set and you've got the tools in the bag like Jaden Ivey does. And I also think, it, you know, it, it shouldn't be underestimated that, you know, coming from his background, mother played in the WNBA, has been a coach her entire life, and his father, uh, who isn't, you know, as super involved as his mom, but is a former NFL, you know, wide receiver. You know, Chet Holmgren, I think, is really uh, an exciting prospect, too, yeah. uh, with his ability to block shots. And as you're seeing, we saw it at Gonzaga, but I think his range, and you saw it in that open out up in Salt Lake City, his ability to shoot the three. I think it's going to take a little bit of time. I think he'll have success this year, and I don't necessarily disagree that he could win Rookie of the Year, but I think the ceiling for him might be the highest of any rookie right now. Yeah, I, I, for me personally, I think there's a bunch of different guys you go with. Bancaro, Holmgren, Ivy, even Murray, if you like his style of scoring in the NBA. Uh, I, I think Holmgren's going to be a really, really tough cover because of his length. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. That's Amal Shaw. I'm Tim Murray. We are here at Thomas & Mack. It is uh, NBA Summer League. When we come back, we got to revisit some A's that Amal is handing out on the defensive side of the ball in college football. Talking some Iowa Hawkeyes. Why not? It's, the night, it's uh, Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. So if you want that full VSIN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want. Cost is only 19 bucks to be a subscriber through the end of the month. Sign up now, vcin.com slash summer. It is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. We are live from NBA Summer League. We got the Orlando Magic playing behind us against the Detroit Pistons. That is Amal Shaw. I am Tim Murray. We are uh, at Thomas and Mack. And once again, you and I have continued to echo it. Can't say it enough. Uh, Dez and uh, and Ken, what they did to put this set together, been here for over a week. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, you know, I say opportunity. It is. It's it's great for us and all yeah. the the big names that have been here all throughout the week. It was uh, it was it's it's really it was really neat to watch and now to be out here. It's 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 really cool. And I just want to expand on something you said real quick. It, this set, this uh, it's amazing. The desk, Ken and Dez built this. They made it. They built this themselves. I mean, they did a <laughs> tremendous job. By the way, if you want to hire Ken and Dez. Send the, your offers through me. We'll negotiate a fair price. But it's going to be pretty high based on the quality of work I've seen here so far. And word on the street. He doesn't want us saying it, but we're going to say it because, you know, it is Ken's birthday. I, did, I was unaware of that. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. He's 31. Right. 31 years old today. Right. What, what are you, what, what's the sign here? We're, we're July, what is today? The 15th? 16th. July 16th? You're a Leo. Are you, are you a Leo? No, he's not a Leo. He's embarrassed. I, I, he's embarrassed I, I, right now. He's walking away. I didn't hear what he said there, but I, I'm unaware. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. Hey, there's the birthday boy right there. <laughs> and he put together, once again, he gave a, on his birthday, 
he gave us this gift. <laughs> and and uh, I love it. Elliot chimes in with the cancer response. By the way, I like the whispering there, Elliot. That was very nice. Yeah. Elliot was actually nice to me once. You know why? Because I mentioned Jaden Ivey. He's a big Purdue guy. Uh, I, yeah, I. Uh, let's we, can't, just, we can't talk Missouri basketball. Well, so. and I, I just, I, I'm still so beyond. So we do, myself and Sean, mm -hmm. we have, uh, we do what we call them cigar bets. So it's just head-to-head -head bets. I mean, okay. If he wins, he gets cigars. And if I win, I get red wine. And I ended up losing by, we did over the span of the year, I ended up losing by six. And the reason was because he was just on this, you know, peacock and all nonsense. And I, he was like, St. Peter's going to beat Purdue. I'm like, there's no way. I was like, I'll give you, I'll give you what the, the odds were. I think it was like seven to one. And Matt Painter and company just completely had a you know, turd in the punch bowl that day. Credit to, uh, credit to St. Peter's, but that still, and he brings it up every day because, you know, Sean is not one to forget. So uh, still a little bit upset with uh, Matt Painter there. But all right, let's, Amal, let's get back to yep. your A-list of defenses. So we did the A-list of offenses, which were Alabama, Ohio State, and USC. Both Amal and I have some questions about USC. Right. Uh, you and I are in the same step. We don't necessarily think they're going to win that conference, but have the potential to be elite offensively with the skill position players. Ohio State and Alabama are in a, you know, a, a stratosphere by themselves. We've done the defenses, so we've hit on Alabama. Surprise, right. surprise. There they are again. We talked some Baylor uh, with Dave Aranda running the show. We talked Clemson most recently. What about the defending national champs? Tons of talent goes to the pros. You saw a Georgia name that felt like pop up every other pick uh, in the uh, first couple rounds of the NFL draft, but they've been recruiting at an elite level, and Carter, you could have argued, would have been maybe the best defensive player in this most recent NFL draft. I would agree with you. Talking about Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle for Georgia, tremendous. He's back this year, the junior. He's going to be clogging the middle there. He'll do a tremendous job. Also, look around. I, I love the secondary. Keely Ringo's back. Tyreek Smith, Smith, the West Virginia transfer uh, at the safety position. You start with those three guys. It's a great foundation to build on and go out from there. The other thing is Nolan Smith also at the Jack Linebacker position. I think he's going to be terrific. This is going to be a team to pay attention to. Uh, I I think they're going to be really, really good. Uh, remember, they have also the number one recruit at the cornerback position, Jaheim Singletary, out of the state of Florida, coming to Georgia as well. So I think this Georgia Bulldogs team doesn't really skip a beat. I know people are saying, well, Dan Lanning goes over to um, Oregon. Oregon, thank you. Uh, look, it's Kirby Smart, and you've got also Will Muschamp there. I I'm not concerned about them defensively. And they're going to have to hang their hand on the defense. Tim, if this team has issues defensively, I think it could be a problem for Georgia. I still think they win this league. They're prohibit. I'm sorry, not the league, the division. Yeah. They're a prohibitive favorite to win the SEC East. But to me, I've got to see it from a defensive standpoint. I'm giving them a lot of credit based on some of the players that I mentioned, but there's still a lot of places they've got to replace guys. They've recruited extremely well over the last several years, so you don't expect to be a, a precipitous drop-off. Um, but still, not even though I have them ranked, I always criticize the preseason polls for putting guys in there, but the reality is it's hard to come up with so many teams that you think are going to be great right. if, if you don't go based on some of it being a track record scenario. Offensively, that's where I have a little bit of a concern with Georgia. You lose your best offensive player, potentially in Jermaine Burton, like Kenny McIntosh back at running back. So I, I hope for Georgia's like, at tight end. Uh, best tight end in college football. Oh. Who else would you say? Michael Mayer. That's all we got, baby. I, I think it's 1A, 1B. I'll just say that. I think they're both awesome. I'll just say this. The only person who thinks it's 1A and 1B is you and Notre I, Dame people. I do not. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I wouldn't go that far. There's a couple out there. Brock Bowers is amazing. I, I'll just say that. He's, he's incredible. The, I, it, took, it took us to like 236, three, two and a half hours for me and Amal to disagree on something. Well, I'll tell you what. I wish you had brought this up two and a half hours ago. We could have talked about this for three hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people, I'm sure our bosses would have loved a full in-depth breakdown of who's the best tight end in college football. Well, we, we would have gone into every other position at that point in time, but the, but the point is, I'm just I, listen. He's if, by the way, Brock Bowers is, is absolutely spectacular, incredible talent. You know, I would argue George has got two of the top three tight ends in the country. Eric yeah, Gilbert's Gilbert, awesome. That's exactly yeah, right. So and good. so yeah. you look at who they have there; they're they're tremendous. But um, you know, I, I still got to see it consistently with this defense. Um, but give them credit and defending national champions. I, I think they'll be right there. All right, last team on Amal's A list for defenses. We go to the Big Ten. Iowa, Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, this is a, a team that usually is is uh, you know 
they they seem to work at a sundial pace on offense, but <laughs> defensively they're always pretty top notch, and uh, uh, they should be solid once again there in the Big Ten West. Yeah, absolutely right. When you look at this team defensively, Wagner, uh, Shannon uh, on that front, Evans, those guys are going to be tremendous, and then the secondary with Harrison Mayweather. I, I like this team a lot. Uh, I, I think when you look at Iowa, nine starters back on an elite defense. The best linebacking and the best secondary in the Big Ten, probably the second best defensive line in the Big Ten. Uh, this team's going to be really, really good defensively. They're going to have to hang their hat on that because I'm not a big uh, Spencer Petras guy. Remember, this team went 10-4 and overall last year, 7-2 uh, and two in conference play. So I, I don't think you can discount what this team is capable of doing. I, I really like their chances to be very competitive in the Big Ten West. I think the Big Ten West, Tim, is wide open. We haven't talked about that. We've yep. talked about Ohio State. I but agree. I think when you look at it, I don't like Graham Mertz of Wisconsin. By the way, has anyone gotten more mileage out of one game in the history of college football than Graham Mertz in that one game against Wisconsin? Through five touchdowns? I, I'm not picking on you, Tim, but I'd have to go back to Notre Dame and Ron Paulus having that great game and Bino <laughs> Cook anointing him at Notre well, Dame. I think he anointed him before he even yeah. went there. He's had two Heisman trophies. Yeah, okay. That worked out yeah, well. It, but the reality of it is, uh, to me, I, I thought Lou Holtz had the greatest line I've ever heard on Ron Paulus when he got hurt his freshman year. They go, you're not going to redshirt him? Lou Holtz goes, if we think he's as good as he is, he's not going to be here for years and if he's not as good as we think is we don't want to be in our quarterback <laughs> that was such a great line kevin mcdougall worked out all right in 93 um but yeah you look at iowa the crossover games uh they did them no uh, it's not easy right you got michigan yeah. and you got ohio state so it puts them in a bit of a disadvantage there uh you do have illinois as one of your crossovers but i agree with you the big 10 west to me this year is really really intriguing the favorite is wisconsin but i think you can make a case for <sighs> Nebraska, I get, you could. Um, you, you could make a case for Purdue. My, my question about Purdue, I like that they bring back Aiden O'Connell, but is Purdue good enough, Amal, to replace two pros in David Bell and George Karloftis? Yeah, I, I don't think so. When you look at what Karloftis' first-round pick, I thought Bell, David Bell did everything for yeah, them. I was going to say, Bell, I thought, was underutilized. I thought the way Bell was utilized at Purdue, I think it hurt them in the future if Jeff Brown is still around to be able to bring in a player of his caliber because he's going to go somewhere else where they're a little bit more creative and you've got more support on the offensive side of the football. So it would be interesting to see uh, in terms of like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa are the teams I would keep an eye on. And, Elliot, if you have the graphic for the Big Ten West by chance, I'd love to see if you can throw it up. Um, I, I think those are the teams you look at. Tim, we're seeing a season win total on Iowa at 7.5. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to beat uh, South Dakota State, Iowa State, Nevada, and Rutgers, in my opinion. Yeah, it should be 4-0 going yeah. to Michigan. And, and I think that'll be a tough game. But, again, that game is in um, Iowa City. They are always tough at home in that particular spot. So I, I like them there to have a shot to beat Michigan. But to me, in terms of the Big Ten West, I would not be looking at the Badgers. I think Jim Leonard's a terrific defensive coordinator, but I still have some question marks about that team overall. I would look at... Um, I would look at either Iowa or Minnesota. Yeah, and I'm, I'll pull up those odds uh, on the other side of the break. But, yeah, Minnesota, you know, it's interesting that a lot of former players saying what they said about P.J. Fleck, but, uh, you know, veteran team. Uh, so I think the Big Ten West, you know, the Big Ten is, is a wrap in, my, in our opinions. But the Big Ten West, I think there's a lot of intrigue on that side who will emerge to play Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. Tim, I agree with you. I think the Big Ten West might be the most competitive division. Not necessarily greatness, but competitive. That's Amal Shaw. I'm Tim Murray. We'll wrap things up. Betting Across America live. Look at Ken. Look at him play Papa Shaw. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bang! 
Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into uh, MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's a sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up today with BetMGM or log on to get an even bigger price or piece of the action with the BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800- Gambler. Alongside Amal Shaw, I am Tim Murray. We are here at Summer League Thomas and Mack Center. Nice crowd on one of the final days of the Summer League. I think the game just wrapped up there. Uh, the game that started uh, right when we were uh, about an hour into the show. The uh, Magic taking on the Detroit Pistons. No Jaden Ivey, no Paolo. Uh, but uh, I tell you what, if the Magic Pistons play in December... Interesting game to watch. No question about it. The Pistons here destroy these two, uh, these guys. They were up by about 18 with 50 seconds remaining. So I'm going to assume they didn't get uh, called for nine technical fouls and they hung <laughs> on and won this game. So should be interesting to see what happens going forward here. But uh, obviously, Tim, st- still some baseball people yep. might be looking at. A couple of games that have just been completely one-sided today. The Guardians are up 8-0 on the excuse me, on the Tigers. Uh, the only thing they've got to be concerned about is there's no rain in the next inning and a half. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that's good. It's 9 nothing now in the bottom of the fourth. And uh, Astros up 5 nothing on the A's. Uh, an interesting one right now in Chicago. Runner on third base with one out in the bottom of the 10th for the Chicago Cubs. An opportunity to take the first game of the doubleheader. Yeah, and this is another situation that we talked about them all, where with the uh, Cardinals, or excuse me, with the Braves uh, up four to two in the uh, in the sixth inning against the uh, Nationals, an opportunity to kind of bite into that division lead for the New York Mets. Uh, so we'll see if the uh, the Cubs can indeed take uh, game one of uh, that series, or that doubleheader, I should say. A couple big games tonight. Curious your thoughts. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, fired on any of these, but we have the Milwaukee Bu- Bucks. Brewers, we're at Summer League, so my mind is on yeah, basketball. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, the Brewers are taking on the San Francisco Giants after blowing a three-run lead in the bottom of the ninth last night and losing 8-5 to in a walk-off grand slam. Uh, from Mike Yastrzemski. San Francisco will go with Alex Cobb. Eric Lauer will be on the hill for the uh, the Brewers. And uh, this uh, is, it looks like, at BetMGM, uh, minus thirty in favor of the San Francisco Giants and uh, plus 115 on the buyback there for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, any any interest in uh, in what to expect tonight? Uh, a, a, leave, a leave a 415, so an afternoon game in San Francisco between the Brewers and the Giants. Yeah, I'm not a big Alex Cobb guy. Uh, he has pitched uh, fairly well minus the last two starts. If you look at his previous four starts to that, he had gone just given up two earned runs in each start, and he, including one against the White Sox where he went five innings, only gave up three hits, no runs. But uh, I would lean towards Lauer here. Didn't play this game. Don't like one, either one in this one. I didn't see a ton of great matchups today. I will tell you, Tim, the one that I have my eye on, if the Mets end up losing this game to the Cubs here, as there are two outs now in the bottom of the 10th, 
So, uh, I would take a look at Scherzer and take the run line. I think the Mets will bounce back. I like teams in a doubleheader when they're coming off of a potential loss. So just something to consider if you're looking at betting these games today. Yeah, right now, Max Scherzer, Drew Smiley. That game expected to be this evening around uh, about 7.05 Central, 8.05 Eastern. Uh, and the run line at BetMGM right now for the Mets, minus $1.35 with Max Scherzer on the hill. So as you can imagine, a very hefty favorite at BetMGM, minus 250, plus 205 for the Chicago Cubs, a low total of seven uh, with Max Scherzer uh, going to take the hill. Boston won last night in 11 innings. Uh, they go to Nick Pavetta today against Jamison Tyone, who is, uh, has really been impressive this year for the New York Yankees. Once upon a time, the second overall pick by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, looks like at BetMGM, you're looking at a Yankees minus 171, plus 144 on the buyback there uh, for the Yankees, who I believe uh, lost three out of four not that it's kind of that seems a lot because they've only lost 28 games this year uh but yeah red Sox and yankees tonight and then dodgers and angels also this evening late night affair for those of you on the east coast 10 o'clock eastern start time urias against suarez there uh with the dodgers as a minus 205 favorite at bet mgm yeah, this is an interesting one here. Uh, you mentioned with this Dodgers team last night, a tremendous perf, uh, performance by Clayton Kershaw. Goes seven-plus innings of perfect baseball. Unfortunately, couldn't uh, reach the conclusion on that one. But Urias has been tremendous here. This Angels team going nowhere fast. I know Otani's been the one highlight for them, but 39-52. and 52, uh, 20 games actually below in the win column compared to their uh, neighbors up north at Chavez Ravine. So... Uh, not going to get involved in this game with Urias here. I like his whip at 1.05. It's done a tremendous job. Uh, by the way, uh, you mentioned the Cubs had a man on third. Mets were able to get out of that, so uh, they head to the 11th at Wrigley Field. One to one, a total of eight hits uh, in that game so far through uh, through 10 innings. I'm curious. Uh, I know you love to bet college football. We spent a lot of time today uh, talking college football, so a ton of fun doing that. College hoops and your big tennis better. Baseball-wise, you, you get involved a little bit. Will yeah. you mess around with the home run derby? I will not. I will not. As a matter of fact, I'm looking forward to it because it's three days of nothing to pay attention to besides tennis, so this would be great. I, I'm looking forward to the All-Star game. You're not ready. You're not firing away on Pete Alonso or Kyle Schwarber. Juan Soto now, he's, he's angry. These, these rumors have gotten out. <laughs> I, I will not be touching any of these players here. I think Schwarber at 3-1, to one, though, might not be a bad pick. Um, Red hot. He's yeah. the number one seed. He you gets know, uh, he gets Albert as uh, as Chris Berman would say, "Hey, Winnie the Pujols." <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I think Pujols at twenty to one is not a bad play, and here's why: this is batting practice. Yeah. This is not about somebody being able to necessarily hit a pitch or to be able to do those types of things. Can you just sit there? Albert still has the power to be able to go yard in batting practice. Yeah, there's no doubt. I, I do wonder with the frantic pace of the home run derby at his age, if he's able to do it. It's a good bracket. It's fun to watch. I, I was very into it last year with uh, uh, a friend of mine, Trey Mancini, being a part of it, coming off of uh, off of cancer. So it was cool to see him make that run. But uh, you got the back-to-back -back champion of Pete Alonso in it. He's the two seed, as we just showed uh, showed that bracket. Julio Rodriguez there for, for Seattle, uh, the six seed. Just a quick mention, uh, only a couple minutes left here as we bid farewell. Uh, uh, Rory McIlroy is your leader after an impressive day today over at St. Andrews. Has shot a 66, as did Victor Hovland. So your final pairing tomorrow, which will tee off at 9.50 Eastern, 6.50 Pacific, uh, Rory McIlroy and Victor Hovland. Rory McIlroy, who was around plus 450 yesterday in the adjusted futures, uh, is now a minus 110 favorite at BetMGM. Uh, Victor Hovland at plus 175. Cam Smith, my guy, uh, had him at... Uh, I think 19 to one to win it all was the leader heading into today. Shot a one over 73. So he's down at 12 under and he's uh, sitting at 12 to one to come back and win. Cam Young also uh, sitting at uh, 12 under shot a 71 today. Uh, Dustin Johnson shot a 71 as well. So he's sitting at 10 uh, at 10 under and he is 50 to one to come back and win the open championship. So that is uh, that is tomorrow. So Amal, as we uh, as we wrap things up here on the show, um, I'm pretty excited to uh, to go fire away on Oklahoma. I think that was my biggest takeaway is, okay, we're ready to fire on an Oklahoma win total sitting at nine. And as uh, Ian McDonald said, apparently in the state of Illinois, there's an eight and a half out there, which is uh, which is fire away. Yeah, and to, you know, when you look at these teams like Oklahoma, Clemson, Alabama, 
these types of programs. The reality of it is uh, they don't play a ton of games, Tim, that they're going to be in jeopardy of winning or losing. Um, you know, you're expecting to win the majority of the games. You look at Oklahoma, and I understand this is a different team, different coach uh, scenario, but, I mean, o Oklahoma is a team that has continuously had tremendous success. You'd have to go back to 2014 for the last time Oklahoma lost, uh, excuse me, won less than nine games. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's what, you know, here at BetMGM, I'm going to scour and see if we could find that eight and a half. I haven't seen it in Vegas, uh, but there is a nine out there uh, at BetMGM. So uh, that is one I'm going to look at. By the way, going back to that uh, Cubs and uh, Mets game, I'm going to show you this highlight here uh, live on the fly. This is the end of the bottom of the 10th inning, a diving grab, and then check out this pick at first base unbelievable bang bang to force 11 innings so uh, the Mets were this close away from losing that game in the bottom of the 10th a lot of surrender Cobras at Wrigley Field looking at it saying oh no how did that happen I, I tell you what if you, if you haven't seen it what Tim's talking about check out the play by Escobar and then the pick by Dominic Smith over at first incredible base. tremendous play I mean Tim think about this I know it's early but that could be a season-defining play simply because if you finish one game ahead, I remember still 93, the Giants finish a game behind the Dodgers. I mean, that one game could be crucial in terms of how this thing plays out. And right now, the Mets, thanks to the Ghost Runner, men on the corners in the top of the 11th. Hey, Ben Wilson and James Salinas are coming up next. Many thanks to Dez and Ken, the birthday boy. Also, <laughs> Elliot back in the studio. From all Shaw, I'm Tim Murray. Adios from Thomas and Mac. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.